Don Morley, teacher librarian at Palmer. Welcome back to the Palmer Community Blog. It's April 5th, the end of our first week in this new normal. Obviously, I'm not at Palmer recording this. I'm at home. So I'll have to ask you to excuse any ambient noise. Milo may or may not say hi, and Lynette works from home, so you might hear her in the background. Yeah, bear with us. So winter is over, spring break is ended, and school is, after a fashion, ramping up again. Teachers are reaching out to students and parents to begin reconnecting. And at some point in the not-too-distant future, we'll all embark on the adventure that is going to be con continuity of learning. For now, though, while teachers plan, collaborate, and build new learning programs, I'll be involved in that, too. But I thought I'd take some time and I would talk about some of the things I've been doing to live, thrive, and survive in this world of social distancing. I found over my 25 years of teaching, 25 years, it's a long time, I found that in that time that the long breaks, like summer vacations, aren't actually healthy for me. Having nothing to do but eat, sleep, read, and go fishing sounds great at first. But experience has shown that I gain weight, grow lazy, and struggle with getting back into work in September. Simply put, not having the work routine upsets my rhythms. So I know that this new normal, which is by definition upsetting all our routines, is going to require me to be strong and adhere to routines I know work for me. I'm going to have to come up with new ways of coping, if you will. So, I'll dive in and tell you sort of how I'm doing that. I'm not exactly keeping to my work routine of a pre-5am start. It's more like 6 or 7 these days. But I am making myself get up at a consistent time and go to bed at a consistent time. So I have a sense of normal in my life, especially during the week. Personal grooming, enough said. We try to keep a regular diet, exercise, work. These help me feel and be more normal. Nett and I take time to plan our weekly meals. We make sure we're getting a variety of flavors. But we also make sure we're not overeating or eating an unbalanced diet. Alas, no more instant noodles for me. Because the junk food temptation when you're at home, that's really real and very bad for me. I exercise. That's good. Milo helps me with that. He makes me take him out for walks, keeping two meters distant from every walk, other than everyone else. And I'm trying to get out of my bicycle. Okay, I need to get better on that one. That's Monday, I promise. Monday, I start with the bicycle. But work is also part of my routine. It's part of yours. Work, school, then the work you do. And it's really important to physical and mental health. Work gives us a focus and a purpose to our lives. It brings us together with like-minded people and engages us in productive, mostly, activities for a good portion of our days. It even gives us something to talk about with people who don't work directly with us, and thus creates bonds beyond the workplace. Think about how often we talk about our co-workers, our teachers, our classmates, with people who may not know them. They may know people like them, and so that helps us bond. So I try to keep up a work routine at home. I try to start work at a regular time, 8 o'clock, 8.30, and I try to work through till about 2.30, 3 o'clock, just like our school day. I take care of emails, I work on policy for the library, I do planning, the usual stuff. 
if you have feedback, in fact, I'm going to ask you now, remember that we're planning on how to improve the library. If you have ideas that you want to share with me and on how we can make the library a better place to work, learn, and be, send them to me. If you have ideas on how I can get student voices involved in this podcast, um, how we can connect with students from home who want to talk about what they're doing or what they're experiencing or Palmer community, please drop me a line, tmorley at sd38.bc.ca. I'm happy to hear from you. But I'm also really lucky in that the work I do, school, provides me with intellectual stimulation. Most of you know that I've been studying for most of my life. I've been in school way longer than I've been out of it. So it shouldn't surprise anyone when I say that I have to keep my mind busy or I start going a little bit crazy. So in addition to my daily news reading for work, I always read three or four newspapers every day so I can collate and curate articles for teachers. I read widely about my work. I read about education, I read about pedagogy, about how to assess learning, lesson planning, leadership coaching, library architecture, all sorts of stuff. But I also read about other fields that just plain interest me. Politics, food, history, psychology, philosophy, culture, many more. I do this because my mind is used to learning stuff. And if I don't learn, I, I, I grow stagnant. My mind becomes inflexible. But that's also how I got into what I'm doing now, podcasting. I started listening to some podcasts that were really interesting and that made me wonder about how I could do it. For example, I listened to 99% Invisible with Roman Mars, and he tells really compelling stories about the role of design in our daily lives. He did a whole five podcast series on clothing designs and how that's influenced the world around us. It's, it's fascinating stuff. I listened to Reset by Ariel Duenras, who talks about politics and, and technology in the world. Spark, um, CBC, and that's Nora Young, I think. Uh, Nora Young? Yeah, Nora Young, I think. Um, she looks at the role of technology in our world from a Canadian lens and an international lens. The cost of living, I have no idea, but that's also CBC. And that's really, that's a new one. It's really interesting because it looks at part of the world that I don't understand, which is the economy and money and how that plays through all of the world. And why this is important to me is really simple. Listening to all these things feeds my curiosity and it keeps my mind fresh. It keeps my mental muscles flexible and keeps me thinking critical, critically, not critical, bad grammar, Mr. Morley. On the downside, though, and this is partly because I'm a news reader, I found over the last five days, well, two weeks and five days, that I have to limit my news consumption. I found over the last few weeks that I was watching hours of news, all of it COVID-19 focused. And by the end of two weeks, I was tired and I was feeling myself getting depressed from the steady drip of infection rates, deaths, and the stinging accusations about 
political indifference, incompetence, and potential corruption. It just wore me out. So I've made a new routine. I'm trying to stick to it. I'm not perfect, but I'm trying to stick to it. I watch our Prime Minister's press briefing at 8 a.m. in the morning, and then I try to watch either the 5 or 6 o'clock news in the evening. And if I'm driving the car, I hear whatever's on the radio. But that's it. I try not to do any other COVID-related news. When I read the news for school, I try to compartmentalize that stuff out into which classes can use what piece. And I try not to let it become personal for me. Because that's just going to wear me down again. I find that this is this has really helped me, actually, because it's made me feel less obsessive about statistics and who's telling what story or who's lying to whom or who said what about the state of the crisis. It f helps me feel a bit more balanced. So I think I've probably gone on long enough here. Let me round out the podcast. What are the takeaways I'd like, like you to go away with? Number one, the routines, they sound like a drag. Just the word routine, it, it sounds dull, boring, but they really do help. They keep me balanced. I think they probably keep you balanced. Two, learning hasn't stopped. It doesn't have to stop. Keep your mind flexible and working. Three, stay healthy and safe. That's part of the routines. It's going to be coming back to us with, with the teachers reaching out and all sorts of stuff. You're going to start having those healthy interaction again. Four, be kind. Be kind to others. Everyone's stressed, and that doesn't always bring out the best in us. But be kind to yourself as well. That's what I had to find I had to do with the, the, the new stuff. I had to find, give myself permission to be kind and not keep up on everything. You know, all of this is going to pass, and I want to see everyone back at Palmer. So, I think that's enough said. Um, I don't know what the next podcast will be, but I'm going to try and put one out once a week. Perhaps I'll try and keep them a bit shorter than this. If you have ideas that you'd like to talk about or like to hear about, um, drop me a line. Like I said, tmorley at st38.bc.ca. Keep an ear open for your teachers. They are reaching out to you. And I hope you're all doing well with the new normal. Take care, guys. Thank you.